Welcome to the Power Prayer Podcast. I am your host, Sherry T, and this is the best day of your life because God is in control. Our affirmation is we are excited, blessed, grateful, and most of all, we are believers for life. We hope these moments of prayer and Bible reading will empower you to have faith in God's word, believe in John 3.16, be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit, and inspire you to pray for your family, friends, and community. Let us pray. I will bless the Lord at all times, so praises continually come from my mouth. Father, we thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have given us. You touched our hearts, you restored our soul, renewed our mind, and commanded us to continue in the path of righteousness. Father, we give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. As we declare your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. With a grateful heart, we give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Keep us in the shadow of your presence as we declare and decree you reign forever. Father, we will bless your name because you sit on the throne. And we say hallelujah. Holy, holy is the Lamb of God who was worthy to be slain. Be blessing, be power and honor to his name. Father, we thank you. We ask that the meditation of our hearts and the words of our mouth be acceptable in your sight as you continue to touch and transform our hearts as we walk this day out knowing that all is well within our soul. Teach us your ways as we study your word. May the spirit of wisdom and revelation and counsel and might guide us into all truth and show us those things which shall come to pass. Father, we stand before you, fully clothed in your righteousness, standing for truth and walking in peace, sharing our faith and believing in our salvation. Father, we will speak the word of God because it is in us, and we have overcome the evil one by our testimony in the blood of the Lamb. So, Father, we thank you again for today. As we listen to the word, speak to our hearts transform us in a marvelous way. We give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture reading will come from the book of Deuteronomy. Chapter 15. At the end of every seven years, you must cancel debts. This is how it is to be done. Every creditor shall cancel any loan they have made to a fellow Israelite. They shall not require payment from anyone among their own people because the Lord's time for canceling debts has been proclaimed. You may require payment from a foreigner, but you must cancel any debt your fellow Israelite owes you. However, there need be no poor people among you, for in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess as your inheritance, he will richly bless you. If only you fully obey the Lord your God and are careful to follow all these commands I am giving you today. For the Lord your God will bless you as he has promised, and you will lend to many nations but will borrow from none. You will rule over many nations, but none will rule over you. If anyone is poor among your fellow Israelites in any of the towns of the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not be hard-hearted or tight-fisted toward them. Rather, be open-handed and freely lend them whatever they need. Be careful not to harbor this wicked thought. The seventh year, the year for canceling debts, is near. 
so that you do not show ill will toward the needy among your fellow Israelites and give them nothing. They may then appeal to the Lord against you, and you will be found guilty of sin. Give generously to them and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hand to. There will always be poor people in the land. Therefore, I command you to be open-handed toward your fellow Israelites who are poor and needy in your land. If any of your people, Hebrew men or women, sell themselves to you and serve you six years, in the seventh year you must let them go free. And when you release them, do not send them away empty-handed. Supply them liberally from your flock, your threshing floor, and your wine press. Give to them as the Lord your God has blessed you. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you. That is why I give you this command today. But if your servant says to you, I do not want to leave you, because he loves you, and your family is well off with you, then take an awl and push it through his earlobe into the door, and he will become your servant for life. Do the same for your female servant. Do not consider it a hardship to set your servant free, because their service to you these six years has been worth twice as much as that of a hired hand. And the Lord your God will bless you in everything you do. Set apart for the Lord your God every firstborn male of your herds and flocks. Do not put the firstborn of your cows to work, and do not shear the firstborn of your sheep. Each year you and your family are to eat them in the presence of the Lord your God at the place he will choose. If an animal has a defect, is lame or blind, or has any serious flaw, you must not sacrifice it to the Lord your God. You are to eat it in your own towns. Both the ceremonially unclean and the clean may eat it, as if it were gazelle or deer. But you must not eat the blood. Pour it out on the ground like water. Chapter 16 Observe the month of Aviv, and celebrate the Passover of the Lord your God. Because in the month of Aviv, he brought you out of Egypt by night. Sacrifice as the Passover to the Lord your God an animal from your flock or herd at the place the Lord will choose as a dwelling for his name. Do not eat it with bread made with yeast, but for seven days eat unleavened bread, the bread of affliction, because you left Egypt in haste so that all the days of your life you may remember the time of your departure from Egypt. Let no yeast be found in your possession in all your land for seven days. Do not let any of the meat you sacrifice on the evening of the first day remain until morning. You must not sacrifice the Passover in any town the Lord your God gives you, except in the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name. There you must sacrifice the Passover in the evening, when the sun goes down, on the anniversary of your departure from Egypt. Roast it and eat it at the place the Lord your God will choose. Then in the morning, return to your tents. For six days eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day hold an assembly to the Lord your God, and do no work. Count off seven weeks from the time you begin to put the sickle to the standing grain. Then celebrate the festival of weeks to the Lord your God by giving a free will offering in proportion to the blessings the Lord your God has given you. 
and rejoice before the Lord your God at the place he will choose as a dwelling for his name. You, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, the Levites in your towns, and the foreigners, the fatherless, and the widows living among you. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and follow carefully these decrees. Celebrate the festival of tabernacles for seven days after you have gathered the produce of your threshing floor and your wine press. Be joyful at your festival, you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, and the Levites, the foreigners, the fatherless, and the widows who live in your towns. For seven days celebrate the festival to the Lord your God at the place the Lord will choose. For the Lord your God will bless you in all your harvest and in all the work of your hands, and your joy will be complete. Three times a year, all your men must appear before the Lord your God at the place he will choose, at the festival of unleavened bread, the festival of weeks, and the festival of tabernacles. No one should appear before the Lord empty-handed. Each of you must bring a gift in proportion to the way the Lord your God has blessed you. Appoint judges and officials for each of your tribes in every town the Lord your God is giving you, and they shall judge the people fairly. Do not pervert justice or show partiality. Do not accept a bribe, for a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the innocent. Follow justice and justice alone, so that you may live and possess the land the Lord your God is giving you. Do not set up any wooden Asherah pole beside the altar you build to the Lord your God, and do not erect a sacred stone, for these the Lord your God hates. Chapter 17 Do not sacrifice to the Lord your God an ox or a sheep that has any defect or flaw in it, for that would be detestable to him. If a man or woman living among you in one of the towns the Lord gives you is found doing evil in the eyes of the Lord your God in violation of his covenant and contrary to my command has worshipped other gods, bowing down to them or to the sun or the moon or the stars in the sky, and this has been brought to your attention, then you must investigate it thoroughly. If it is true, and it has been proved that this detestable thing has been done in Israel, take the man or woman who has done this evil deed to your city gate and stone that person to death. On the testimony of two or three witnesses, a person is to be put to death, but no one is to be put to death on the testimony of only one witness. The hands of the witnesses must be the first in putting that person to death and then the hands of all the people. You must purge the evil from among you. If cases come before your courts that are too difficult for you to judge, whether bloodshed, lawsuits, or assaults, take them to the place the Lord your God will choose. Go to the Levitical priests and to the judge who is in office at that time. Inquire of them, and they will give you the verdict. You must act according to the decisions they give you at the place the Lord will choose. Be careful to do everything they instruct you to do. Act according to whatever they teach you and the decisions they give you. Do not turn aside from what they tell you, to the right or to the left. Anyone who shows contempt for the judge or for the priest who stands ministering there to the Lord your God 
is to be put to death. You must purge the evil from Israel. All the people will hear and be afraid and will not be contemptuous again. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you and have taken possession of it and settled in it, and you say, Let us set a king over us like all the nations around us. Be sure to appoint over you a king the Lord your God chooses. He must be from among your fellow Israelites. Do not place a foreigner over you, one who is not an Israelite. The king, moreover, must not acquire great numbers of horses for himself or make the people return to Egypt to get more of them. For the Lord has told you, You are not to go back that way again. He must not take many wives, or his heart will be led astray. He must not accumulate large amounts of silver and gold. When he takes the throne of his kingdom, he is to write for himself on a scroll a copy of this law, taken from that of the Levitical priests. It is to be with him, and he is to read it all the days of his life, so that he may learn to revere the Lord his God and follow carefully all the words of this law and these decrees and not consider himself better than his fellow Israelites and turn from the law to the right or to the left. Then he and his descendants will reign a long time over his kingdom in Israel. Chapter 18 the Levitical priests, indeed the whole tribe of Levi, are to have no allotment or inheritance with Israel. They shall live on the food offerings presented to the Lord, for that is their inheritance. They shall have no inheritance among their fellow Israelites. The Lord is their inheritance, as he promised them. This is the share due the priests from the people who sacrifice a bull or a sheep, the shoulder the internal organs, and the meat from the head. You are to give them the first fruits of your grain, new wine and olive oil, and the first wool from the shearing of your sheep. For the Lord your God has chosen them and their descendants out of all your tribes to stand and minister in the Lord's name always. If a Levite moves from one of your towns anywhere in Israel where he is living, and comes in all earnestness to the place the Lord will choose, he may minister in the name of the Lord his God, like all his fellow Levites who serve there in the presence of the Lord. He is to share equally in their benefits, even though he has received money from the sale of family possessions. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. The nations you will dispossess listen to those who practice sorcery or divination. But as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do so. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. For this is what you asked of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, 
let us not hear the voice of the Lord our God, nor see this great fire anymore, or we will die. The Lord said to me, What they say is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their fellow Israelites, and I will put my words in his mouth. He will tell them everything I command him. I myself will call to account anyone who does not listen to my words that the prophet speaks in my name. But a prophet who presumes to speak in my name anything I have not commanded, or a prophet who speaks in the name of other gods, is to be put to death. You may say to yourselves, How can we know when a message has not been spoken by the Lord? If what a prophet proclaims in the name of the Lord does not take place or come true, that is a message the Lord has not spoken. That prophet has spoken presumptuously, so do not be alarmed. Chapter 19 When the Lord your God has destroyed the nations whose land he is giving you, and when you have driven them out and settled in their towns and houses, then set aside for yourselves three cities in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess. Determine the distances involved, and divide into three parts the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, so that a person who kills someone may flee for refuge to one of these cities. This is the rule concerning anyone who kills a person and flees there for safety. Anyone who kills a neighbor unintentionally, without malice or forethought. For instance, a man may go into the forest with his neighbor to cut wood, and as he swings his axe to fell a tree, the head may fly off and hit his neighbor and kill him. That man may flee to one of these cities and save his life. Otherwise, the avenger of blood might pursue him in a rage, overtake him if the distance is too great, and kill him even though he is not deserving of death since he did it to his neighbor without malice aforethought. This is why I command you to set aside for yourselves three cities. If the Lord your God enlarges your territory, as he promised on oath to your ancestors, and gives you the whole land he promised them, because you carefully follow all these laws I command you today, to love the Lord your God and to walk always in obedience to him, then you are to set aside three more cities. Do this so that innocent blood will not be shed in your land, which the Lord your God is giving you as your inheritance, and so that you will not be guilty of bloodshed. But if out of hate someone lies in wait, assaults and kills a neighbor, and then flees to one of these cities, the killer shall be sent for by the town elders be brought back from the city and be handed over to the avenger of blood to die. Show no pity. You must purge from Israel the guilt of shedding innocent blood so that it may go well with you. Do not move your neighbor's boundary stone set up by your predecessors in the inheritance you receive in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess. One witness is not enough to convict anyone accused of any crime or offense they may have committed. A matter must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If a malicious witness takes the stand to accuse someone of a crime, the two people involved in the dispute must stand in the presence of the Lord before the priests and the judges who are in office at the time. The judges must make a thorough investigation 
And if the witness proves to be a liar, giving false testimony against a fellow Israelite, then do to the false witness as that witness intended to do to the other party. You must purge the evil from among you. The rest of the people will hear of this and be afraid, and never again will such an evil thing be done among you. Show no pity. Life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. This concludes our scripture reading for today. May God bless the reading and the hearing of his word. Let me close this segment of our show with a prayer. Father, we thank you because your word is settled in heaven and in earth. There is none like you. We thank you for our salvation. We thank you for our healing. We thank you for our protection. We thank you for our provision. We thank you for all that you have done, will do, and will continue to do in our lives. Not only in our lives, but in the lives of our children's children. Those who are yet to be born, but when they're born, they will praise you. Father, I thank you. Because each and every one of us are fearfully and wonderfully made. Father, I thank you. I bless your name. How great is your love toward us. We shall give thanks to our King, our Savior, our Ruler, our Father. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our feet. steps are ordered of you. Thank you. For in you we live and move and have our being. Thank you that you are our refuge and our fortress, our God in whom we shall trust. Thank you that you put our sins as far east as it is west and we have been forgiven. Continue to create in us a clean heart and let us drink from the living water and eat from the bread of life. Father, as we go through the rest of our day, may your divine presence Speak to us as we fellowship with you in the cool of the day. Blessed are you, O Lord, creator of the universe and fruit of the vine. In the most precious and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and risen Savior. Amen. After a word from our sponsor, we will continue with praise and worship. Welcome back to the second segment of our show. I am your host, Sherry T., and you have been listening to the Power Prayer Podcast. 
This segment is where we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Before we hear from our first artist, let me give you this disclaimer. I do not have the copyright to the worship music that is being played on this podcast. Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowances made for fair use purposes, such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, and scholarship research. Therefore, feel free to leave a comment. Is it really? 
God is faithful. The redeeming power of Jesus is working in our favor. Some trust in the created things, but we trust only in our creator. The redeeming power of Jesus still works. We have been forgiven of all our sins, healed of all our diseases, surrounded by grace and mercy. The redeeming power of Jesus still works. If we follow the instructions written in his word, then we will experience real peace because the redeeming power of Jesus still works. Jesus paid our debt in full, completed his work and said, it is finished. He ascended into heaven, then sent the Holy Spirit to live in our hearts. Thank God for the redeeming power of Jesus still works. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Power Prayer Podcast. It's been a stone blast. My prayer for you is that you have experienced the transforming power of God's word, peace, love, and his unspeakable joy today. We believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the infallible Word of God, the birth, death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, as well as the indwelling of the Holy Spirit through the born-again experience. This is what I know for sure. It is our guarantee. We will pray, believe, and love you as we love God with all our heart, mind, and soul. Secondly, we will love our community as we love ourselves. Remember, visit our website, livingbiblehub.com. We have some great things over there. And be sure to subscribe, like, and follow. Sign up for our monthly newsletter and our weekly prayer call. I love to hear from you. Remember, in God, there is no failure. He will do what he said he would do. So if you have never trusted and believed in the son of Jesus, do it today. Eternal life was given for you.